How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast, a podcast about beer and video games. I'm your host, Bo, and with me, as always, is my Jesse to your James. Kelly, how are you? Oh, you know it. I'm good. Do you like that Pokemon reference? I do. It's, it was good. Pokemon is the hype right now. I feel like that was a pretty good intro. <laughs> good. Thank you. Yeah. And we have a very special guest today. He is the man with more wins than we can count to. The raffle master himself, one of my favorite people to see posts from, Mr. Louie Lou, a.k.a. iHogNut on Instagram. How are you, man? Hey, guys. How are you? I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's our pleasure to have you finally on Precisely. Oh, it's <laughs> great to be here. Great to be here. Awesome. So let's talk about, before we get into the interview with you, uh, let's talk about beer, or do you guys want to talk about what we've played or pickups recently? Oh, dude, let's, let's do beer. beer. Let's, yeah, let's do beer. Let's okay. do beer. Why not? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm thirsty. Yeah. You know what? I don't even have beer in my notes, so that's why. Oh, no, I do. It's way down there. Oh, God. That would have yeah. taken forever. Yeah, no. All right, you yes. got to start drinking before that. No, we can't do all that. Absolutely. All right. Well, Kelly, do you want to start us off? Oh, I'd love to. Here, let me uh, let me get this ready here. Ooh, that was, that was nice. a nice sound. Nice sound. Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting professional at this. Um, so I um I made a little field trip down the other day uh, to Trogues, uh, the actual brewery in Hershey, um, nice. because I nice. was just like you know just wanted to go drive down there. I'd been down there since COVID hit, and I was you know like wanting to get to the brewery and see if I could buy anything to like you know help support them kind of thing. Not like I already don't buy their beer a lot, but yes. um, I ended up buying like a little beanie um, and like a, a shirt. And then I found like a one of those spill mats for your bar. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I wanted to get one of those for my bar. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Yeah. You just built a bar yeah. in the basement. It looks yeah. beautiful. The yeah. basement's really coming along. So is it done yeah. now? Uh, Like I would say 99%. The only thing that's not done is the stairs really. And we need a door for the bathroom. But okay. uh, it's okay. functional. So, um, but yeah, so on that little trip, I went and I got these cool things and they also had a couple of brews there that were pretty cool. There was, I don't know if you've ever seen it when you've been there, but there was a gigantic bottle of Mad Elf, like literally $74. It was huge. It was a giant bottle. I was like, how big are we talking? Like, like big, like real big, like two feet, like yeah, like you know how they have those like comically huge champagne bottles. Yes, that. But Mad Elf. Wow, that's amazing. Seventy four uh, bucks. Pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 Nuts. Okay. Did anyway, you buy that? Uh, no, I wish. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, no, they had that, and then they had um, a couple extra like their. Um, For a second, food. I thought you were going to say you bought like two of them. Yeah, I'm double fisting <laughs> them right now. Um, no, uh, they had a couple like the cage and uh, cork like brews that they had and they had like a cocoa version of the troganator which looked really good um but then they had this and this caught my eye and i had to buy it um it is called perpetual darkness i don't know if you've seen it or heard it no okay so like a great video game it does doesn't it it just is a really the can art is this like dark blue like purpley uh night sky like it's just a bunch of white dots to simulate the uh the stars and then it's got a couple little, I guess they're like wheat leaves around the the lettering. Um. Anyway, it is a barley wine ale. It is ten point six. 
percent. You're gonna get drunk. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's uh, it was a four pack. It was I had one the other night. I was absolutely floored. It was amazing. It was so good. Um, so it is. You got nice and smiley, huh? <laughs> yeah. It says uh, it is. It is a caramel rye uh, Munich Pilsner pale roast and Vienna malt in there. And then it has the Bravo Chinook Citra Comet Nugget hops. Um, and it tells me that I should serve it in a chalice, but I'm just drinking it straight from the can because, oh well. Uh, it says, what if, it's a question we often ask around here. What if Perpetual, which is their IPA, uh, what if Perpetual were sort of dirty blonde barley wine? What if we toned down the bitterness and turned up the sticky citrus notes enter perpetual darkness a hoppy candy bar of an ipa gone wild with a silky body and herbal resiny finish we taste over white ripe grapefruit grassy herbs and candied orange it is a really smooth beer i'm i i I just can't get past the name i love the name yeah it's really nice um yeah so they're they're like flagship ipa is called perpetual ipa for those that don't know so this is like kind of they took that recipe i'm assuming and like tweaked it to make it this darker less bitter um it's always like a little citrus hint but like a less bitter smoother barley wine ale interesting very yeah barley wines are uh, a different type of breed when it comes to beer like uh yeah definitely higher abv and to me like not like hoppy like an ipa like like a smooth silky finish and uh, maybe like like honey. Yeah, usually. yeah, I would agree. There's usually like a honey type. I don't really like I a mean, honey I could, taste. Yeah, like I don't really taste like it that. in this one. But you're right. Okay. There's a lot of barley wines that are kind of like a honey finish to it. Interesting. Also, um, before we leave my beer corner, um, I got that boomerang parrot double IPA you got last time. Oh yes, that's yeah. my that's my second one to crack on here. I had it the other night too, and I really enjoyed it. So. Well, so I, I pale like in it. comparison to what you're drinking, but <laughs> well, please tell us. Yeah, uh, I have uh, coquito. Yeah, <laughs> I have coquito. Um, that's uh, I'm Puerto Rican, and uh, that's a Puerto Rican drink, and uh, it's it's kind of like a uh, it's a a coconut kind of uh, rum drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, cream of coconut, Bacardi, coconut milk, some cinnamon, and you're good to go. Nice. So, do you mix it yourself? And make it, or do you buy it? Like, is it? Can you buy a Coquita store bought? Uh, I buy it from. I, 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 we we make it ourselves, but when I'm lazy, I just uh, I have a few friends that that actually make it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's really good stuff. You you know you can do 151 Bacardi 151 regular white Bacardi dark Bacardi, but uh, that's like the the Christmas drink, you know? Yes, and it's so, uh, pretty good. Yeah, my uh, one neighbor and uh, friend Kelly. Not you, Kelly, but uh, <laughs> Kelly down the street from me. Um, I used to work with her, bartend with her. She always makes coquitos for everyone, and in, in like an old liquor bottle, and drops it. Always drops it off on like Christmas Day or Christmas Eve oh, at nice, your house. Nice. So mm-hmm. the past two years, I've had big bottle of coquita and absolutely love it. And I I don't really know exactly what goes into it. It's it's very milky. It's rummy. It's cinnamon, like you said, sort of nutmeg. It just it's like a, a well done eggnog. Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's a coconut alcoholic eggnog. Yeah, that sounds you know? great. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, it's the uh, like I said, it's the Christmas drink. I, I I basically just drink it around December, the holidays. Yeah, and uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Chasing that down with uh, with some Corona. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I actually have a a few beers with me, so we'll see how many I go through. Probably a lot, and only talk about one or two. <laughs> Like usual, but uh, instead of an IPA for once, I am going with a Chocolope Stout. Oh, yes, okay. a stout. And stout. I am not a stout drinker. Yes, I know. Un- precisely unheard of. Right? This might be our first stout. I don't think it is. But... No, it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> either way, this is a limited release from Sweetwater Brewing Company. Um, this is one of their 420 strains. It's a chocolate stout. Tastes very uh, like coffee and caramel and smells like marijuana. I think on the last podcast, I talked about their 420 strain beers. Yeah. And, coffee, uh, marijuana, caramel. It, you can't go wrong. Dude, <laughs> it, it's insane how it smells. It, it's like a grow house in a can. But uh, oh. this one, yeah, I had one uh, before I hit record. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to drink the other one that I got in a variety <laughs> pack and. I actually really like it because I'm not a stout person, but just like you said, it's sort of like that season to drink a stout, you know? It's the season, yeah, to be yeah. married. Yeah. yeah. So cheers, everyone. Yes, cheers. cheers. Salute. Yes. So uh, what have you guys picked up or played recently? Kelly, do you want to start off? I'll start it off. Um, I, as far as pickups go... Uh, I really haven't bought too much. I feel like the last couple months, I really haven't bought a ton of stuff for myself. So it's always like thinking, did I buy anything recently to talk about? And yeah. um, well, this week I definitely bought something I want to talk about. Um, so I have bought like new video games for myself uh, that came out recently, um, but I really haven't been buying a lot of old games just because I feel like I have probably the majority of what I want at this point. And, okay. and I've just been kind of like saving some money and not being too frivolous with my spending. But, you know, when that game comes up that you have wanted, um, you got to pounce on it. And that was me on, I think it was Monday, Sunday of this week. Um, yeah, we were recording when it's Tuesday. So, um, yeah, so a couple days ago, um, my friend... I had gone down to see him a couple like a, a week ago. He owns Vault Video Games in Hanover, Pennsylvania. If you're ever around here, please go check it out. It is an amazing game store. He and James do such a good job there. Um and they're expanding and it's great. I'm so happy for him that like he's doing good in, in the times that we're in. But I went down to see him because it's been so long and I wanted to go check it out and talk with him. So we were chatting for a while and then I ended up buying uh a box upgrade for my Donkey Kong Country Game Boy Color. Um, oh, nice. Oh, so nice. I picked that up and I was like, all right, cool. I'll help him out and see you later. You know, I'll be back at some point. And then within a couple of days, he posts like, you know, some of the new trade-ins he's got to his shop. And I always look and, you know, share or comment or something to help him out. And um, I was looking and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> there is a bunch of great games and sitting there on the shelf is ribbit king for the playstation 2 and i was like holy shit and i sent him a message immediately and i was like rob you have got to set that aside for me i will be in tomorrow to get it this is like an hour drive from my house to get down to his shop now and i was like i will be there tomorrow do not 
do not sell that to anybody. I'm going. Worth and it so, though. Huh? Worth it. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. So are you familiar I, with Ribbit King, Lou? I played it through a friend. Mm-hmm. I have uh, one one of my friends who uh has he's a big PS2 person, PS1 person. I'm not so much PS2, PS1, but uh, I I play stuff through him and he introduced me to a whole bunch of stuff that like I've never heard of before. Yeah. 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 So this one is like super popular on the GameCube. I think it, that version's going for like 130, 140 bucks now, but the PlayStation version is way cheaper. Um and honestly, that's the one I wanted it on because I tend to play the PlayStation more than I play the GameCube. Um so I was excited when I saw that it was that one. So I had it down. I picked it up. It is a wonderful copy. Uh, it's got the manual. Um, it's got like the registration card in it still. It's got a bonus disc. It's so clean. It's so beautiful. And I was just really excited because I haven't gotten to have a retro pickup in such a long time. And you kind of forget what it feels like <laughs> to to find something you've been looking for for so long. And then you get it and you're all happy because you've wanted it. And it like, you know, it's not like a cheap game. So you had to shell out a little bit of cash for it, but it was like totally worth it. Isn't that a great feeling when you find something in the wild like that? Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And like, I could have bought that game on eBay, you know, six months ago if I wanted. But the thing is, I usually don't. And I wait until either I see somebody on IG have it that I know for sale or I find it at one of my local shops because I just I don't know why I guess it makes the hunt more fun for me but yeah I, th- I think so I think that's that's what it is too like eBay is too easy mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean if Man. I wanted to I could do all of it through eBay and I'd be done and there'd be no fun because you're just clicking the button I love clicking that button <laughs> <laughs> it, it saves you a lot of legwork you know but oh, yeah when when I want something, yeah, I'll click that button. Um, but yeah, congrats to to getting Ribbit King because we played it what two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Maybe it, a month ago. It's been like a month, yeah. Okay, and it was so much fun. It was the first time you played it, right? Mm, yeah, when we played it at your house that first time, and then we played yeah. it like two more times at your house, though. Yeah, because we played it with Tyler, and then we played it another time. Yeah, I played it like at your house like three times, but. It's a fantastic game. Fantastic game where you hit frogs and act like it's golf, but the frog goes a completely different direction every time. And uh, yeah, it's just super fun. Super exciting. Yeah. And it's got these like weird Japanese characters and stuff. Nice find. Super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited about it. So that's that's what I have picked up. Um, as for playing... Um, I am almost done with the campaign for Call of Duty Cold War. Um, so I won't give any spoilers in case anybody's actually playing it and cares, but it's pretty good. Um, I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, they had like a little callback to the very first Black Ops um, campaign. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was kind of like, you know, like unexpected in a way. But, yeah. um, yeah, I was I was pretty excited about that, but I've been taking my time with it and playing some multiplayer and playing zombies and stuff, but I have like one mission left on the campaign and I kind of am just sitting on it until I find the right time that I want to beat it. I feel you on that. Have I got you been it. playing multiplayer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty I, good. I got to jump on. I haven't played Call of Duty in a while. I got I have the new one as well. I just haven't uh 
I have to jump on Call of Duty again. I used to be so into it, and then I just kind of like started playing all my other retro stuff and and put it to the side. I got to jump mm-hmm. back. On that. Yeah, that's this fine. One's, this one's good. I like it a lot. Well, I won't harp on it too much because it's a it's a boring franchise. It's all literally the same thing. But I'm actually really enjoying this game a lot. So. <laughs> On the last podcast, though, you were talking about like the puzzles and stuff that you have to do. Yeah. The campaign. Mm-hmm. And I, I was hearing, I forget what the other podcast was that I was listening to, but they were talking about that part and really enjoying that as well. And I was like, that's yeah. really cool. So actually, that reminds me, I did want to talk about this quick on it. I found out that, so the puzzle um, part of the missions, there are two side missions that you have to like crack the case kind of on. Um, which I did and completed, but they're they're not as long as like a regular mission, so to speak. Um, but you have to look at all this evidence and you know crack the code. Uh, and apparently, each game, each like person's game, I and I assume each playthrough would be they're different. So like, what? there's but- there's only one set of information. But the answer that gets pulled from the information, like they highlight certain things or whatever, um, it could be highlighted different. So like my code word for my first playthrough could be dog. Like if if the sentence that was decoded was like the dog sees the cat, you know, I could eventually decode and whatever and find out the code word is dog. And then the next playthrough, I would still have that evidence that said the cat sees the dog or whatever. But then when I decode it, it could highlight cat, which means that cat would be the code word. You know what I mean? So it's the same information. They just flip it so that there's different combinations that you can have like different answers. So like if we were playing at the same time and I told you like, oh, yeah, the code word for this mission is, you know, dog. You'd be like, no, it isn't. I tried it. It's not working. And that's because yours is different. So. It's pretty nifty. I just, I found that out. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. And they've been doing that since, you know, probably the earliest iteration of that is Link's Awakening on the Game Boy with uh, the last dungeon. You Mm -hmm. have to go to the library, read the book, and it gives you directions on how to get to the end boss. Right. Yeah. And each, each pattern is different depending on what game cartridge you have. You know, like, I Mm -hmm. don't know how many different patterns there are. I never read up on that but i know that you have to do it yourself to find out how to get there on your certain game file you know right i think it's interesting that they did that though in like the world where you have uh youtube and ign walkthroughs at your disposal you know so it makes it a little harder you do have to do some legwork even if you're using like a guide so yeah that's great yeah That, that that sounds a lot of replay value there oh absolutely absolutely is that everything then? Oh, pretty much for me. Cool. Lou, how about you? Um, I picked up, so I got the new systems. You know, I had to jump on that. Uh, I, I actually got the Xbox Series X kind of by accident. Okay. Uh, I knew when it was going to be released. I just went on the website and I said, you know, I'm going to click this, like, I'm going to refresh this about five times mm-hmm. and, and, and just go to sleep. And I think on the fourth time, it, was in my cart i was like holy shit like i can't pass this can't pass this <laughs> up and, and 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 i heard you know everybody's saying that it stays in your card and and you're you, you won't be able to get it and one try 
Oh yeah. man. One try. And, and I was like, and I thought I would, I was, I was waiting for the email saying, Oh, we're sorry. We accidentally, you know, mm-hmm. had more, had less inventory and no email ever came and oh it showed up on my door. I'm, I'm like, Oh, okay. That was easy. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty what good. What website was, did you use? Uh, Best Buy. Okay. Oh there you go. And if I, I, I shit you not. It was the fourth click. I tell yeah. people that they look at me like, yeah, right. And I'm like, it was the fourth click. I swear. Honestly, <laughs> I, I could have ordered an Xbox as well. And uh, okay. I, I passed on it. I was like, nah, like I want the PS5. And by the time I looked at the PS5, they only had the digital version. version and I was like, no, nah, I can't. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a physical collector. So, yeah. And the, the PS5, that was a different beast. That was the complete opposite story. Okay. But uh, I, I think I was refreshing. I started refreshing. I want to say, I think it went on like 11 o'clock or something. And oh, wow. I, I got a notification. I think I was, I was refreshing till about 3 a.m. Oh my God. Damn, bro. I, I, I was like, I have to have this. And uh, you, know, you, you know how we are. We have that, that, that gamer's disease. Uh-huh. And, uh, and it, I actually got one in, 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 in my cart and uh, checked out and everything. And then I, same thing, I was expecting the email. And uh, no email ever came, and it was, you know, it was worth, I guess, the four hours or the five hours that uh, I was refreshing. Now yeah. it's Best Buy as well. No, that was uh, Amazon. Okay, that was Amazon. And then Amazon, I got one email saying that uh, it might be late, so I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. I'm getting it in February. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but uh, it actually came on uh, on launch day. Nice. Yeah, so I, you know, I was like, yeah, "Thanks." I was just like, "Wow, okay." I kind of that wasn't so bad. Uh, it was bad when I had to go to work three hours after I shut the computer down. But you know, other than that, you know, I got it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you been playing anything? Uh, been playing some Demon Souls. I've had a couple issues with the PS5, and it's that first generation that we, you know, we all know they come a little buggy. Um, it's crashed on me a couple times, but uh, I mean. Demon Soul. I've never played the original Demon Souls. Yeah, same. I I own them. They're sealed. I just never. I mean, the backlog is it's off the charts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, let me pop this in, and immediately, the I mean, just the way it lent. And this is a first generation, you know, first game on the system. Yeah, and uh, it's it looks amazing. It's I, I saw pictures, uh, comparisons of the first one. I mean. This thing was rebuilt from the ground up. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is the actual original one just rebuilt, right? Like, yeah. Like, like almost like uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Exactly. But yeah. uh, I, um, I, I'm not sure of the company that did it, but I mean, it's, it's a showcase. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a beauty. So you say that it's like uh, freezing your PS5 or logging you out or, um, or just what, crashing? What? What it does is when you load it, at least this is what I've been having the issue with. When you load it, it kind of stays on that screen. So uh, I went online and, you know, try to check out what's going on. And uh, right now the fix, from my understanding, is when you finish playing the game, you take the disc out. Don't leave it in. When you leave it in and you boot up the PS5, that's where the problem is. So That's weird. Yeah, that's that's very strange. And... Uh, I mean, they're supposed to be coming out with a patch. I went to to um, some one of Sony's forums, and they're supposed to be coming out with a patch. Obviously, they're ironing stuff out. But uh, I mean, so as long as you take it out, at least in my case, I, I, maybe other people are having different issues or no issues. But 
I have to take it out and then uh, just put it back in when I want to play it. Hmm. And uh, it's 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 hmm. you know it's hard as hell. Like it, it always has been. That like I said, I never played the original. I'm getting my ass handed to me. But yeah, it, it's such a beautiful game. Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little showpiece for uh for the beginning of this generation. You know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know we have a few questions about the new generation with you later. Sure. The podcast, but uh, any other games you've been playing or any other pickups? Uh, been I've I have Demon Souls on on PS5 on Xbox Series X. I actually started Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. Yeah. And uh, I was never a big Assassin's Creed fan. Same. Um, yeah, I, I like the first one and like everything else. I think I like the first one, and then the one I like after that was black flag like everything else in between i was yeah. kind of like eh, about mm-hmm. um yeah the aspects of uh, i thought black flag the just the, the, the pirate ship stuff was, was amazing i love that yeah it's uh, it really good yeah i started with three and i i mm-hmm. absolutely loved three like 100 percented it and then went to black flag and i was like this is great and i don't think i finished it because i was like this is literally number three but with the pirate ship so exactly i can't do any more of it and and then i bought odyssey and i i enjoyed that like half half of it and then never went back to it so yeah it was something something about the the assassin's creed games it's uh like so repetitive yeah and then like halfway through it you just kind of put it down and and don't go back to it at least that was my issue you know but uh yeah valhalla looks good it looks promising um like i said i just kind of started it um I have uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. I loved one of my favorite games for the PS4 was was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that was just it, it maybe it got a little repetitive, but I mean, no Spider-Man game was done like that. It was uh, yeah. they hit the mark, you know, you, you actually felt like him, you know, you felt like you were swinging through the city. Yeah, sure. I mean, that, that is, I, I sometimes I just said the hell with everything. I'm just going to swing around the city for like 40 minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? And uh, but Miles Morales, I haven't started yet. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, and there's a game that comes with the PS5 called Astro's Playground. Ah, yes, uh-huh. Astrobot. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, for years I thought that the uh, the Xbox always had the better controller. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing that struck me about the PS5. The controller is it. it, it the controller feels like it's just something special. Like it's going to be yes. something special. And, uh, this game takes advantage. It, 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 it's, it's basically a tech demo. Yes. And it shows you what the controller is capable of. There's like no way to really explain it, but the controller like just comes alive in your hand. Yeah. And you it, feel all that, the haptic feedback and stuff that they've been talking about. You feel all of that, the, the motion on it, the motion sensors on it. I mean, this game. If, if if third parties can can do something like this, similar to this, and make it a full fledged AAA game, I mean, we're in for something special. I think. Yeah, and we'll see if they do. Yeah, usually, usually third parties don't, and even first parties don't after a while. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the Nintendo Switch has haptic feedback, I believe, in the Joy Cons. Yep, and you know. They used it for the Mario Party for the Switch, like with the Ice Cube Challenge and yep. uh, and the the meat that you have to flip around, the steak that you have to flip around on the pan and stuff, all that. And yeah, I haven't really felt it in any other game, really. Like, I mean, I guess the vibrations feel different, 
you know, but it just seems like a yeah. lot of people sort of push it, it, it to the wayside. Yeah, it just seems like the like the third parties kind of feel like they're wasting their time with it. But I mean, done right, I mean, that's just uh, that controller's uh, my. That's my favorite part of the PS5. Like, I, I look at the controller and I smile. The system is it's it's the size of like a chair, but the <laughs> it, it, it's it's enormous. Like, I took it out of the box and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, it, I had to straighten up. I had to rearrange the whole entertainment center to get that thing in there. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> And and I have, you know, like everybody else, every other gamer out there, you have a billion wires back there. I'm like, you know, the good old days, you just connect it, you, you have your wires. But this mm-hmm. thing, this thing looks like it's ready to take off. Yeah. It might. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely might. Yeah, that's, you, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like dusting my shelves and I was like, shit, if I get new gen consoles, I don't know where I'm going to put them. I'm maxed on space over here. <laughs> I mean, to, to be honest with you, the, the Series X is smaller than uh, than the Xbox One X or the Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, hmm. yeah. If you if you if if you uh, put them side by side, but this the PS Five, uh, I just don't know what Sony was thinking about when they made it. I mean, you know, when they come out with their revisions, the next the smaller systems, the way we the always slim, do. slim, yeah. exactly. But uh, the, this thing is it's. It's just enormous. Like you yeah. need to stand it on the side of your entertainment center. You know? Yeah, I really, I really, really, really personally want to wait for a revision where it's either a bigger hard drive or it's a smaller version or it's like a collector's version. Like I was saying, how my PS4 is the the Star Wars edition with Darth Vader on it. Uh huh. Like just something different where it's like just updated and upgraded. And hopefully smaller with more memory <laughs> before I buy it. But uh, yeah, that's, it, I mean, it's it's funny because I told myself the same thing when that fourth click went through. I'm, I was jumping up and down like I hit the lotto. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, I've been playing a lot, um, and I I bought a decent amount. One thing that I bought that I don't have my, in my notes, but I just looked at my eBay and remembered I posted about it in my stories. Uh, I got it. A Nintendo employee jacket from E3. You see yeah, that, guys? Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, if you listen to what two podcasts ago, Kelly I talked <laughs> about getting uh, an employee, yeah, an employee jacket to uh, go to GameStop and steal a Nintendo Switch kiosk <laughs> without them really knowing. Um, so that's not what I'm doing. Just so <laughs> everyone knows, for legal just, for legal purposes. <laughs> exactly. well, no, for all purposes. Um, I just happened to be looking and watching this jacket for a while and I sold a bunch of stuff on eBay and I offered the guy uh, like $75 off of his asking price. So like $175, I offered him. He had it up for $250. And I've never seen this jacket before uh, for sale. And I always like look for like weird, obscure employee stuff, like Nintendo stuff. And mm-hmm. never seen this on eBay, just this one jacket. And it was an XL, which is my size. And, uh, you know, I asked my wife, I was like, what do you think? And she's like, if you want it, you should get it. Like, that's totally you. And it's your size. I'm like, cool. I love you. So let me see if I can get for 175. And he countered me 185. And I was like, absolutely. And it fits like a charm. I love it. It's great. And I wore it out once. And like, we got a Christmas tree at the same time. I'm like, I can't touch this tree. Like, I got to take this jacket <laughs> off before I touch the tree and bring it inside. Like, I don't want to get any sap on it. Or get it dirty. Like it, 
it's super nice. You know, I want to keep it nice. I, um, I saw the smile on your face on the you posted on the, on a video right on IG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just hopped out of the shower, so my face was all red and my <laughs> my bald baldness was all shiny and stuff. But uh, yeah, I like that jacket. I'll keep it nice. We'll see. Maybe I'll raffle raffle it off uh someday, but probably not for a couple years. Nice um, find. Nice find. Thank you, man. I have been playing Yakuza like a dragon, like I talked about on the last podcast, and it's phenomenal. Like I, I'm looking forward to playing more of it every night, honestly. And I think my wife sort of hates me playing it because I just, like shut off from everything and just go hard into it. But I came across a kart racing game within the game where you can upgrade your carts. There's power ups. There's weapons. There's all these eccentric people that try to battle you and you have to race and you race in Grand Prix. So I think there's like four or five different Grand Prix that you can do. I've beat three of them so far. And it's not like Mario Kart and it's not like Crash, but it's very similar. Like it's slow at first, but once you get to the higher like Grand Prix, like it, it starts getting faster. There's a lot more power ups. There's like, you have like missiles and bazookas to like shoot out as uh, weapons. Nice. Um, but besides that, there's also this like really funny mission where this guy was naked uh, around a corner and he's like, hey, can you help me out? And I'm like, what's up? And he like pops out of the corner and he just has bubbles around his body. He's <laughs> like, he's like, I was just at the, the Soapland uh, club and my grandma called me saying that she went to the hospital. So I, I rushed out without getting my clothes, realized I didn't have my clothes and they wouldn't let me back in. And now I can't buy clothes. And can I have your clothes? And I'm like, no, man, you can't have my clothes. Like what? what? <laughs> so you, you have to take him through the town to a clothing shop while all these like people are like spraying water and stuff. So you have to avoid oh them. Oh my God. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, yeah. So it's like a small little quest to get to this clothing shop. He goes into a clothing shop, gets kicked out of a clothing shop for not wearing clothes. (laughs) Like these bubbles have been on his body for like an hour now, if not longer, (laughs) you know? And, uh, dude, just on that minigame, now I have to buy this game. Yeah, dude, it is insane. Have you ever played a Yakuza game? I have not. I was about to ask Uh, you. uh, Oh, it's amazing. So, all Yakuza games just really highlight what Japanese culture is like, I feel like. And maybe it maybe it's over the top Japanese culture, mm-hmm. but it's overly sexualized. It's overly It's like an adult Shenmue? Yes. Okay. And it's a Shenmue that you can do everything in that yeah, you okay. that you couldn't think about doing. So my best weapon in the game right now is a giant vibrator dildo. <laughs> It is so strong. And I can upgrade it too. And like another character has, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's some type of sex toy. Like I I went to a porn shop to buy these toys that are weapons. And uh, I just got to the part where I can change my jobs now. And with changing my jobs, I can actually, it's sort of like Persona 5, if you've ever played that, where like you're a high school kid. And then when you get into a battle, or you go to a certain area, you like change into like this like costume with a mask and stuff. Mm-hmm. So with Yakuza, when you go into battle, you go into your costume or your job mode. So my main character actually loves 
dra- dragon warrior. And one of his costumes that you can change into is like a dragon warrior costume. It, it's a big guard knight costume. And uh, it doesn't like upgrade anything about him. It's just how you want him to be portrayed while battling. Okay. Um, but it's so much fun. It's just like good humor. There's so much stuff that you can do in it. Like I'm planting peppers and onions and like coming back 15 minutes later to like harvest them. Like just weird shit like that. Like I was trying to catch a guy that's peeing in, in the river, you know, and out of the lineup of four people that looked like they were peeing, I guess the one guy on the left that like looked like he was like shaking his junk. And it was like, I go up to him like, hey, man, what are you doing? And sure enough, he just has a fishing rod. He's like, oh, you made me lose my my cast. Oh, what what the hell, man? <laughs> it's like, oh, my bad. And it's like, well, the other three guys went away, so you'll have to come back later to find out who's pissing in the river. And it's like, all right, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> it, it's just it's just wild shit that that goes on in this game. I actually try to uh, what 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 do you know the first game in that series? Do you? I, I figured it, let me try it from the beginning, and I wasn't sure what the first game was. It so Yakuza Zero would be the first one with the protagonist being as young as he is, but that one came out way later. So the original Yakuza was for the PS2. Then I think the second and third one might have still been for the PS2. And then four and five came out, and then they did six, and then six was for PS4, and then zero they then did, which was a prequel to all of them which was also for PS4. So I've only played Zero Six and this newest one, like a dragon. Yeah, I and definitely got to Google like a timeline. That's what I got to do. Yeah, but at the same time, you'll be very yakuza out if you try <laughs> to play them all in order, I feel like. I would just play either Zero or Six. Okay. Because they're the newest ones on PS4. So updated graphics, uh, just more story, more everything. Like everything's just better in the sense. Which it's and in zero and six and all the original ones, it, the battles are action based where you get into a battle and you're just fighting, you know, you're like button smashing, whatever. In this new one, like a dragon, it's RPG turn based. So you take your time picking if you want to use an item, if you want to attack, if you want to do a special attack, all that. Yeah, I actually heard that that was that was the biggest one of the biggest differences was turn based. Uh... Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. Um, I'm a huge RPG fan, so I'm really enjoying that part of it. Oh, turn-based is, is the way to go, I always thought. Yeah, then just go with Like a Dragon, because it's a whole new storyline. It's oh, okay, cool. all different people, yeah. Whereas the other ones were all this one guy just like growing up, essentially, and doing his thing. Yeah, definitely. I gotta check that out. Yeah. Uh, so, besides that, my wife and I beat our last Grand Prix and Mario Part last night and got a three star in it finally it was like the banana cup it wasn't even the hardest one <laughs> but it was in mirror mode and super ecstatic we were like cheering and clapping like two hand claps on the couch just so happy about it um nice because we must have played that grand prix like a hundred times and if you don't get first place every level you don't get three stars so every time one of us would get second place it got first place on the first level and then we got second place we'd just be like oh we quit you know so we finally did it we didn't get anything from it we still have <laughs> the 200 cc to complete but we were very happy about it 
you have the knowledge knowing that you did that. Yes. <laughs> you know? So from Mir to 150 to 100 to 50 CC, everything's three star now. We just now need to do 200 CC, which might take a really long time, but eventually we'll do it. Nice. Um, I've also been buying a lot of Legos, oh. hooked on Legos. I know, Kelly, you and Scott build well, a lot of Legos. Yeah, Lego fans? Lego, Legoville. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I've been buying Legos for my niece and uh, my wife when we were at Target last was like, you know, I want to build some Legos with you. I'm like, okay. And we picked out a Harry Potter castle set, like medium size, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, And uh, started building it and really like it. And now I bought the Harry Potter uh, advent calendar that we've been yeah. doing every day. Cool. Joined cool. that. And then last time we were at Target, I bought the Harry Potter uh, train set. Oh, my. Express set. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like a whole like train, but it oh. it's it's like the nine and three quarters. Oh, okay. Station. Be cool. It's if big. It was a whole train, you could like put oh, yeah, Christmas dope. tree and stuff. That'd be cool. Uh, Get the whole Harry so cool. Potter uh, vibe going, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so doing that, I got some Lord of the Rings Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings Legos coming in uh, for Sweet. Christmas. Yeah, I know. I'm hooked. I don't know why, but uh, well, I doing that. I have to say there is nothing like. Having like sitting down and building a Lego set with your significant other or somebody you're close to, like a family member or a close friend, it's a really fun time. Like I remember one yeah. of the first things that we did when we first started dating was like the first weekend I ever stayed over at his house. Like we went to Target and we each bought a Lego set and we like put on a movie and we built our sets and like drank wine and just that was like or evening and it was so fun it was so fun like it's so nice it doesn't even have to be an expensive set it was like a 20 dollar lego set you know like it wasn't like a big old massive millennium falcon or anything you know but um yeah and and we still like to do that to this day and lego has always been something that scott has loved and loved to collect and he loves to build it and every year we get a the star wars lego advent calendar so we've been doing that um, so that's always fun that we get to alternate opening and building. Yeah. And then you end up with a bunch of cool little ships and figures and stuff. Yeah. In December every year. So, yeah, yeah. we're loving the advent calendar. It's oh, so, it's so nice. Fun. It's so fun. It's so cute. Like, we'll either do it while eating breakfast or when we come home at night after work, like mm-hmm. whenever we have the time, but it's nice. Yeah. yeah me and, me and, uh, and my wife, we, we're not into Legos, but what we like to do is, is, is puzzles. Yeah. Okay. And that's what we haven't done them in a while. You know, the the the, the kids kind of make sure we always have something to do. Yeah. But uh, we um we used to always do that. We used to get like you know these big these big ass puzzles and just sit there, get some wine, and and have at it. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good times. Absolutely. Dude, it's fun. Um, and then besides that, I I pre-ordered Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, you did. I did, and I am so hyped for it. And that will be coming out. What's today's date? The eighth or seventh? The eighth. The eighth. So that's coming out in two days. I ordered it off of Amazon. Got it ten dollars off, so fifty bucks pre-order. Oh, it comes out. I I thought it came out next week. Okay, comes out this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, come comes out the tenth. It will be delivered the tenth. Nice. And I want to play as much Yakuza as possible, but I also want to play Cyberpunk so that 
I'm actually like in the know and don't hear anyone else talking about it. You know, like I want to experience it myself. So yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see how it is. Red is such a good studio. They are. I mean, The Witcher was great. I never beat it or anything, but it is a very well done game. Um, so yeah. yeah, I can't wait. I'm on the fence about pre-ordering it. I know I have like, well, essentially one day. Um, but my one friend keeps like being like, we're all pre-ordering it, right? We're all getting it. We're all getting it. I'm like, I don't know if I want to get it day one. Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I Did you hear about the patch for the, for the day one? No. no. Day no. one patch is, I think, 43 gigs. Oh. I read that yesterday. I mean, oh, I believe it. Nobody's playing day one. Everybody's playing day two. Uh, <laughs> exactly. If you're going to get it on the 10th, you're playing that on the 11th. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. No, I figured there would be something. But I don't know. I just, like, I, I want to believe... Uh, that this game is going to be as good as everybody says it's going to be, like everybody believes it's going to be, but somewhere deep down, I feel like it's going to be not good, and I don't want to. You know, I don't think it's it. going to be. I don't I think, think it's, it's going to be great in the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be struggling. I think a lot of reviews are going to hate it. Then I think maybe a year later, after all the patches and everything, people are going to mm-hmm. be like, you know what, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven a great game and everyone should start playing it again yeah that's that same thing that happened to uh to no, no man's, man's sky, sky. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. i think that's what it's going to be but you know the the little bit of videos that i have seen of gameplay of it because i've been sort of like just trying to stay away from all that and trying to stay away from everyone's opinion on it mm-hmm. like the videos that i have seen i'm just like this is great like this is cool this is a story that i'm all about like i want to be a cyberpunk like fucking put Put the fucking microchip in me as soon as we have it made. <laughs> let's do this. I want to be a cyborg. Now, does, does Keanu Reeves, he has more than one role in, in the game. I, that, that's what I understand. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I hope he does because I'm sure they paid him millions. You yeah, know? I, 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 heard, I heard he's got a few different parts, different characters in there. I'm, I'm not sure, but something like that along those lines. Hmm. Did uh, So, Kelly, you didn't pre-order it? I didn't. Um, I didn't. I kind of want to watch what everybody else does. I think that's what I'm going to do before I buy it just because I, I'm not, I only really seem to pre-order games that I'm like a hundred percent sold on. If I have like any kind of inkling that I might not like it or it might not be as good. I don't pre-order it. I just kind of wait either a couple days or weeks or like until it goes on sale or something or just not buy it at all. Do you remember so, yeah. the good old days when they used to actually review games like before they came out? Now you get the review like a week after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Very true. And that's one thing I heard about Cyberpunk is that a lot of review copies didn't go out. So a lot of people are thinking that it's not going to be great because they're trying to hide something. And so, the review copies that did go out, people are saying like people with epilepsy might have problems with this game. Oh you my see God. that? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. They were saying like, I think I saw, I was briefly reading like an article earlier today when I was like making dinner and it was something along the lines of one of the reviewers literally had epilepsy and like there was something that like triggered an episode, she said, and she was like, like, I have an early review copy of this game and I'm not like giving you a review right now. I'm just telling you if you have epilepsy, this could 
potentially be a problem because it was a problem for me. And everybody was like, how dare you bash this game without giving it a proper oh, review? Really? And I was like, yeah. the girl literally has a medical issue. Like, wow. give yeah. her a break. Like she had a seizure, so right. like, how she's can she just review trying- it? She's yeah, scared she's, to play it again. Uh, the nerve of you having out. a medical issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, she's just trying to watch out for other people who may have already, you know, put a down payment on it or are planning to buy it. Like, maybe don't if you might have a problem with it, you know? Yeah. Like, no. That's so. the same thing with, uh, remember when the, the reviews for Last of Us 2 came out? Like, mm-hmm. God forbid you said you didn't like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, people, people were like, oh, we're, we're boycotting your magazine or your website. It's like, when did reviews become this way? It's like, everybody has an opinion. Yeah. yeah. And, and people and seem to forget a review is an opinion. opinion. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. 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 You have to be able to take a review and realize that it is another human who has different views than you. And they're giving their view based off of what they know. It's not, you know, it's not your review. Somebody's writing for you, obviously. Like. Exactly. Yeah, I wish they did do more like reviews and stuff before games, like uh, at an earlier time before games came out. Because I feel like you get it like the week before the game comes out. Maybe you get a couple reviews, mm-hmm. but I wish like the month previous, and I could be like, ah, I get to decide if I want to spend sixty dollars on this game, or if I want to wait, or if I don't want to buy it at all. You know, based on all these other reviews that came out. Exactly. It's it's not it's not a you know it's not rolling the dice. I mean, how many times yeah. have you got burned saying you know something that looks really good and then you bring yeah. it home and you're like oh my god and then the review comes out th- two days later. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I only read this beforehand, you know. But right. Yeah. Well, they want to sell more copies. I get that, but I don't. Ah, oh, capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. I mean, it was ten dollars off on Amazon on a pre-order, and well, it's going to go. go back up to sixty bucks. I'm guessing. Maybe not. Maybe it'll drop down to forty if everyone reviews it badly. I don't know, but I was I like, hope, I'll take my, I'll take my chance during like this Christmas shopping time that you know there'll be a higher increase of the uh, possibility of a sale, even if it's like ten, twenty percent off. You know, just because it's holiday shopping. Yeah. Um, well, lately you're seeing. I mean, in the past, for any kind of price drops, it had to be. Remember, was when it was like months. Now you're seeing yeah. like. Like three weeks after a game drops, yep, it's like fifteen dollars less. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I remember remember Bo when they said like when you bought Dreams back mm-hmm. um, whenever mm-hmm. that was, and then it was literally like three months later, and I was like, oh, I'd look at it if it had the twenty dollar price point, and it was three months later, and it was at the twenty dollar price the $20 point. Twenty dollar price yeah. point, <laughs> and I was like, now it's it's been there, it won't move from like twenty bucks. Like, no, you can't so. go cheap. But yeah. How, how do you yeah. guys feel about the uh this the new what what is it 79.99 or no it's 69.99 for for next gen games? Oh, is yeah. That I did thing? see that. I did see that. I I think I, uh the new 2K heard, was 69.99. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard like EA games might be that much, but like other games aren't. Like I heard like either Xbox CEO or PlayStation CEO was like no, that's untrue. Like we're staying at fifty nine ninety nine for first party, but mm-hmm. I think it all depends on the publisher. I'm pretty sure I saw the GameStop ad that hit my email that was like when they were advertising the new Call of Duty, and I'm pretty sure it had the new 
consoles, the new gen was 69, and then Xbox and PS4 were uh, 59. 59, yeah. So I don't know, or, you know, I don't know how that's working or, you know, what their plans are with it, but I'm pretty sure you're right that I did see that. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's that, that that's getting to the to the point of a little insanity there. Yeah, I mean, and then you're gonna have collector's editions going for what? I mean, collector's editions now, last gen, were going for one fifty, two hundred, two fifty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I saw for a Shenmue collector's edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that was pretty, pretty ridiculous. Run. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that I, and. The other thing is, and I actually just had this conversation with Scott the other day. Is you know what? At what point do we get to the point where consoles are a thousand bucks, like out the door? Like that's a thousand bucks. You know, you, people are building PCs for that or less. So probably next generation, honestly. Right, right. like uh, yeah, home, home so. consoles are going to get to the point where they're a thousand dollar price board retail, and that's kind of crazy that the you're you're paying that much for a console, like a home console, not a computer that has other functions. But, but did you see <laughs> Did you see the price of uh what is it? The Xbox Series X. The uh if you want to run Xbox Series X games, if you want to save them and you want them to run the way they're supposed to, you're supposed to buy their their, their SSD. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, mm-hmm. that's $220. Yeah. That's ridiculous. For for storage, that's we're getting into the realm of uh, insanity here. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's going to soon be cheaper to, you know, unfortunately join the PC master race. <laughs> like, you know, there's, there's going to be no, no console PC wars anymore. Everybody's just going to be buying PCs because it's cheaper and you get the ability to play a game and you get the ability to do other stuff because it's a computer and it's just going to make more sense at some point. And, that's and at be the same time, that. PS3 though, when that first came out, that was a hundred dollars more than the PS5. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're actually right. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's sort of weird that we dip back down to five hundred. I don't know. I, yeah. I think consoles are a weird thing to uh, to sell because they're the the makers of them aren't making that much money off of it. Mm-hmm. They're more so relying on the sales of the video games. Yeah. So they want more people to buy them, but right now because of COVID. They couldn't produce that many. So it's well, like this weird balancing act. Well, you know that uh, because of COVID, I mean, obviously, uh, digital sales for the first time outnumbered physical sales. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. which is understandable. Who wants to go to the store, you know, especially in the middle of the pandemic a few months ago. But uh, now I just feel that uh, this is this is the opportunity because, you know, that they've been wanting to go digital. Right. So now this is the opportunity for them to just be like, hey, like all of our stuff is digital. Let's 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 keep our our, our foot on the gas and mm-hmm. let, let's keep pushing the digital. And I mean, you know, we're we're collectors. We're you like to look at your physical, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's I think they're outselling physical like five to one. Yeah, I, it's crazy because you're right that people are always going to be collectors and people are always going to want their digital media format whether that's a movie or a a video game or whatever but um this digital age this immediate download it's it's crazy because you have so many kids who are growing up that it's just instant gratification for a Mm -hmm. digital download and i can see that once they start getting older and 
that's how they grew up is like, oh, I want this game. I just downloaded it on my Xbox when I was a kid, you know. I grew up and now I have my own money and now it's my own credit card linked to it instead of my parents. So I'm just going to download my game. You know, like it's going to, they're going to keep doing what they did before. And I can see that driving up digital sales. Also the fact that, you know, we're encouraged not to leave our homes right now. I agree is probably driving up all these digital sales because nobody wants to put on a mask and go out and risk potentially getting the virus and um, for a video game, which is silly, but I also think the digital game sales, um, it's good because we have this vast majority of indie developers who are just had this platform to just dump games on now. And then you're getting access to all these cool, weird titles that probably wouldn't have never gotten released on like a major. On physical, you know? yeah. Yeah. Like back in the day, I would never gotten a physical release. Like, can you imagine somebody going to a board and being like, okay, guys, I've got a game idea. It's a multiplayer game and you're all these little weird aliens and you can change your hats and you're all going to be on a spaceship together doing tasks. And um, then somebody's going to try to kill everybody. I'll <laughs> be like, no, but Among Us is like a huge game right now. And just it's a yeah. digital format. Like people love it. And so I think that digital is definitely rising for many, many, many reasons. And Mm -hmm. I don't want physical to go away because I love physical, but I think digital is eventually going to be a a big, big majority of the video game world soon. What's funny is that with the digital sales, like I said, I think it's five to one, they're outnumbered. But if you count the, the consoles that have disk drives, they actually have sold, I think it's like three to one or four to one huh. over the, so it, 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 it's, 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 the numbers are weird. It's a, it's a People very. People want to have the option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if, if you got all these digital numbers going up, but everybody wants the, uh, the council with the disk drive. It's, yeah. it's very odd. I think yeah. the, I think the only way that the digital market will actually succeed is if, the companies start selling the digital product for a, re- a well-reduced price than the physical. Mm-hmm. So if physical then is, you know, $69.99, mm-hmm. you know, $70, well, you can get the digital version for $50 because sure. now we don't have to manufacture it. So then in everyone's eyes, it's like, well, you know, do I actually need this physical version for $20 cheaper? Mm-hmm. I can get the digital, exactly, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's the way they're going to combat it. And they're not ready to do that yet, especially with a new release. They want to have all those gross sales be top dollar, no matter what, because they know that they're going to get some digital and mainly all physical. But like they, they don't want to do the balancing act yet. Yeah. But they need to if they want to go all digital. I just think, too, like you see, let's say uh, Cyberpunk. You know, obviously, in the beginning, the digital one's going to be the same price. It's a brand new game. It's a hot game. But it just seems to me that it just takes so long for that digital price. And when it does go down, maybe it goes down by ten, fifteen dollars. It should it, it should be a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Also, you have the fact like if you buy a digital game, you can't trade it in. You know, to like GameStop or something. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. That's also gonna. I mean, it's already dying, but it's also gonna kill that that store. Um, but yeah, you should be able to take 
10 bucks off because you're going to be stuck with that game forever kind of thing. You can't get your 10 bucks back trading it in for a new game or something, which a lot of people do. They play their game, they finish it, they trade it, and they put it towards their next game. And that's how they fund their video gaming. And I know GameStop has, we, we, we all know GameStop has a million issues, but I would hate to see GameStop go under. I mean, besides yeah. GameStop, what other store do we have? Right. And that's that's the thing is there's so many people who live in America that aren't near major cities or places with, you know, mom and pop retro video game stores or video game stores. And mm-hmm. they, all they have is GameStop. So are you going to drive two hours to get a video game? Because that's the nearest, you know, store after GameStop closes the 30 minutes away or something. No, like, you go on exactly. Amazon. Right. Yeah. That's but that it's going to kill video game stores in yep. general. Well, I mean, it's going to kill GameStop. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, not, that's not the only mom and pop. Yeah, mom and pop. I mean, you're always going to have that little niche, but GameStop, like 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 Kelly said, you know, it's there's one what every other block it seems, or, or yeah. what they, they used to be. But I mean, uh, I mean, it it's a cool thing walking into a store and being surrounded by your hobby. Yeah, mm. you know, there's no, something to be said for that. Yes. Yeah. Nothing. I'm, I mean, I'm, nothing yeah. beats that. You know. I'm fine with GameStop closing. Honestly, <laughs> are you really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They don't treat their employees right. They're they're a corporate business that is just for the dollar amount. You know, they want to ma- maximize their dollar, which you know every capitalistic you know company wants to do. But GameStop just does it wrong. I feel like in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, they do make a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. So, like, if you ever order anything online from GameStop and it's used, and it's a disc-based game, you're getting just the disc with uh, just a random DVD uh, case. You know, like, it's not the actual artwork. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the manual if it had that. Like, And they don't ever say that. They don't state that anywhere. Like, hey, this is just going to be the disc with this. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what I'm getting, thanks. You know, like, I don't know. That, fuck GameStop, honestly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, their biggest thing, too, I mean... I love GameStop. I, I I love a store dedicated to what I collect, my hobby. But I mean, those trading prices. I mean, that's that's everybody's gripe. Yeah. I mean, I, I rarely trade stuff in, but when you just don't want it anymore, like you just better you're better off selling it on eBay. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Well, let's uh let's get into the interview with you, Lou, because we're already an hour deep into this. Sure. Yeah. Which I love, but yeah, I'm flattered you're having fun. Exactly, and I. When I talked to you yesterday, you're like, I don't know if I'll have enough <laughs> shit to talk about. And I'm like, yeah, you will. <laughs> and we, uh, we, you're, you're right on that. Yeah, we've definitely been talking, so it's fine. So let me start off with uh, everyone's question Where does the name I Hog Nut come from? <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been asked that a million times. Yes. Um, I think the first person that asked me that was, uh, Darth Plato, okay, on Instagram, and uh, so back in the day, I used to play D and D. I wasn't, okay. a, I wasn't a big. I mean, we played it for shits and giggles. We weren't like you know big D and D people. We just let's have beer and let's play some D and D. What the hell? So uh, we created characters, and I created a barbarian, mm-hmm. and his name was Hognut. I, I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to name him Hognut. And playing D and D, every time we. Uh, you know, okay, we we encountered this group, or we encountered this dragon, um, I, or you you meet these people. I would be like, I hognut will, you know, 
hit him with my axe. So I hognut will be I will use my potion. And that's the origin of I hognut. I love that. So <laughs> is it just a random name that you just chose? Yeah, we would just we we, okay. we, we were kind of pissed drunk and uh, yeah. we said let's all right, let's create some names and for our characters and I don't know where it came from. All right. I, I, I love Hognut, that. Hognut was born. Yeah. <laughs> that's great <laughs> and, and, I, I, and, and i have you know these friends from back then still that uh they call me hognut that's great that's amazing Lou. yeah I and love that. that's where that started from <laughs> i think i think it was darth plato that asked me that if i'm not mistaken a, a long time ago okay yeah i love it awesome all right so what is your earliest memory of gaming my earliest memory of gaming uh i remember my cousin calling me over uh, he lived in an apartment. Uh, we lived in a building complex, and he was on the other side. And uh, he called, and he said, I have, my mother bought me um, the Atari. Mm. And, you know, we had seen advertisements for it, in uh, like in magazines. Like when my, my uncle would read, the, his father would read the newspaper. We'd see like little advertisements for the Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. So I believe it was Christmas time, and, he's, and it, was a, it was Christmas Day. As a matter of fact, and he called me up and he said, I got the Atari. So naturally, I ran over there and we played, uh, it was Pong. Oh, yeah. It was Pong and, and he had uh, combat. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, we played that until like dinner. <laughs> it, oh, it, was, yeah. it was early morning. We played that shit all day. I mean, Pong was, people look at Pong today and they're like, what the hell? My son looks at that and he, and, and he looks at me like I'm a caveman. <laughs> and but pong was the shit i mean that introduced that was a game changer it, i mean it's oh, such yeah. a good game yeah pong it's, was amazing it's still a great game i mean graphically no it's very simple like very very simple but it's yeah. still a very competitive game where you have to have two people playing right like i guess you can play a computer yeah. but yeah but either way like it's a very competitive two-person game you know? Oh yeah, and, and and when he threw combat in, forget it. That just that took us to another like stratosphere. We were like, you know, the the, the tanks and and those state of the art graphics. Oh my god! So when did you uh, first got get into collecting? Um, I would say probably around maybe the Super Nintendo, okay. Super Nintendo era. I I I started, you know, I started getting games, and uh, you know, I. I just you know, you take care of your stuff. You know, I started taking care of my things and putting them on shelves, and and that was it. That that's. I mean, mm-hmm. I, from the Atari on, I, I was hooked. And uh, I remember uh, the first system. That was my my cousin's uh, system. The mm-hmm. first system that I ever got was a ColecoVision. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. and uh, I, it was it was. I forgot when exactly, but my mother my mother was a single mom. She raised me and my sister, and. Uh, I think it was my birthday and she turned around and I, well, I turned around until I wanted a ColecoVision. I think at the time it was like $175 mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that was a lot for her. Oh yeah. But uh, what year was that? I, it was when it first came out, I believe like eight late eighties, right? I think it came out like in, I want to say 82 or 83 something. Oh wow. Like, Early around, 80s. Okay. Yeah. Around that time. And uh, I was probably about 12 or 13. And my birthday came, and boom, the ColecoVision was there. 
And I remember like I wanted to get on my hands and knees. I was like worshiping mom, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> and uh, she, yeah, the, the first game with the ColecoVision was Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And, and that one and Time Pilot. Mm. And I mean, I played those those games till my fingers bled. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. I'll, I'll never forget that. It was great. Awesome. So, with your collecting though, and you and the boxes and the shelves, you were keeping the boxes. I was keeping the boxes. I've always been. Uh, I'm like. I'm. I'm a. I'm a hoarder. I'm not gonna lie. I think I've. I've <laughs> okay. always been that way. My wife looks at me like I have instructions for shit that we've thrown out. Mm. And and she's yeah. like, Lou, we, you know, we can get rid of this box of manuals for like the VCR. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I've always been that way, and I and I guess that's maybe video games made me that way. Like I didn't want to throw anything away, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I think that started from from that. Okay, to be honest, that's awesome. Because yeah, time. a lot of people in like the Super Nintendo era traded in their Super Nintendo games. Oh, uh, they were for, like, believe me, yeah, that, Xbox I mean, or PlayStation or whatever. You know, there were times, you know, there were t- when I was younger, you know, I I wasn't working and and. Sometimes, you know, like I said, mom was, you know, she had to raise two kids. So if I wanted a game, I had to trade one. Yeah. And that killed me to trade anything. But mm-hmm. uh, sometimes uh, uh, Funko Land. Yeah. Yep. Funko Land. Yeah. And we had this video game store by us in Queens. It was called Leisure Video. Mm-hmm. And uh, they rented games. But what they did was if you wanted to trade your, a game for one of theirs, they would do that if they had like doubles or triples. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's what I yeah that's what I used to do a lot and then they turn around the game you traded they would just put that on the for rent shelf you know huh. oh so yeah I I did that a, few, a, a lot because uh you know mom was like I got you a system you, you figure out how to get the game right and uh, yeah and then once you know I I, I started working when I was younger uh, forget it I was it was like paycheck yeah. games that's it <laughs> very true you know so what's your favorite thing to collect or your favorite system to collect for super nintendo all the way i i love i mean i love nintendo um i personally think uh my opinion the super nintendo it still it, it holds up so well even today mm-hmm. and there's just something about the super nintendo the the cardboard the the, the system there's just something about it that just makes me smile i agree you know, yeah. it's, it's just a classic. It's my favorite system, too, but I probably don't have enough games for it, for it being my favorite system. Okay. But it, like, literally, it's the best system. And I feel like graphically and story-wise and everything, like, you can fit everything onto a Super Nintendo cartridge and be happy with it. Uh, and uh, it saves. Yeah. You know, like, all the game saves. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's huge. That 16-bit era is is quite popular now because there's so many of us that grew up on it. That's that's primary right now. And think that's- think about all of Nintendo's uh, heavy hitters. I mean, think of the like I I look at the the, the Super Nintendo library. I mean, it okay. was just like triple A after triple A. I mean, there was so Zelda, many good games. Super Mario World. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking yeah. Super Mario RPG, back which is back all the Paper Mario games. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was fantastic. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, I agree with you. They're a little pricey, but I mean, that I I think the the most expensive system is probably Saturn and then Super Nintendo. But you know, it's the classics. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. So not only do you collect video games, but you collect some awesome video game statues and toys. Yes. Roughly, how many do you think you have when it comes to <laughs> instead oh. of toys? Let's say, let's just say, like statues, like like figures. Uh, figurines. Yeah. Wow. Uh, figures. I I I probably have. I have uh, those giant trunks in the basement. Um, I would probably say maybe two seventy five, three hundred. Oh wow! Holy shit! Um, statues, figures, and like statues, like you know, maybe ten inches or higher or whatever. Um, yeah. Maybe fifty or sixty. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, the basement is uh, is a mess. <laughs> Same with mine. I can feel that. Yeah, the basement is is no man's land, you know. Yeah, same with mine and all my closets in my house. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I hate for my wife to look at them because then I get the look. But uh, she's mm-hmm. my wife's not a, a video game. She's not into video games. Mm-hmm. But uh, but she loves you. <laughs> she, it's it's me and the video games. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> we're we're one package. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just learn to accept it. Yep. My wife uh, can't move a kiosk by herself, so they're, they're, <laughs> staying, they're staying with me. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, in almost all of your pics on Instagram, it seems like you put the extra effort into curating the video game with an object, toy, or statue. Yes. What is one of your favorite or most notable curated pictures like that? To be honest, one of my favorite pictures is there's not even a statute in it. Um, <laughs> I it's I did the uh, the 31 days of retroween. Oh, okay. Yes, you did uh, great on that too. Oh, I, I feel ha- like a, I feel like a lot of people on Instagram will try those 30 days of whatever or alphabet of retro games, and they're like, oh, here's A through Z all in one pick, you know? Yeah. You, you did great. On the Halloween one, let me tell you, it was it was. I think I missed I think five or six days. It was like, and you know, between that and work and family, it was like yeah. so hard. And and what I it's would do, so hard. Oh, I, I I would my, my wife. I, I have a little notepad and I'd sit there and she'd be like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm putting. I'm writing ideas for this picture that I want to post in two days." Yeah, and and, and that's how you have to do it. Yeah, and I try always to be two or three days out. But there's this one picture. Um. It's for uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Ah. It's um, it's a vampire biting the cartridge, and, and you see blood dripping down from the yep. from the, the cartridge. That I vampire that is my wife. Oh, and I was like, listen, I need you to help me out with something. And she's <laughs> like, what? I'm like, I need you to bite this CD. And she's like, what? And it just it worked out. I, that's one of my favorite pictures. That's, that's awesome. So cool. I always try to do the um the a to z like the february one that they do because i always like that one Mm -hmm. but i agree i always feel like with life like stuff just happens and then all of a sudden you're like three days behind you're like shoot i totally forgot about that and like (laughs) you're like running around trying to take a picture and you have all these immaculate ideas in your head of what you want to happen and then like the day comes and you're like Oh no, I didn't take a picture and here we go. <laughs> I'm just going to post this like half-assed picture because I forgot or something came up and then you're like really sad. So, I feel like maybe this is the year that I really go all into it that I really want to because I, I always have ideas, but I've I've actually like 
we've had plans to do stuff and like in and I, I put down like on this day I'm gonna go to the backyard and and shoot and and shoot and take a picture of this uh I'm gonna do a little zombie thing there with uh Resident Evil and <laughs> I've actually canceled plans and I told my wife no 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 I'm doing this today <laughs> and my wife is looking at me like can can the picture wait till tomorrow I'm like no I checked the weather it's gonna rain tomorrow I I need to take the picture today. Oh man! Yeah, and uh, it's it's gotten like that lately. It's gotten to that point, but uh, I mean, I I just love doing it. I, I I want people to be entertained by the pictures. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're you're telling me a story yesterday when when we did a practice <laughs> run, and I would love for you to uh, tell that story again to Kelly and all of our listeners, if you don't mind. Uh, the, the castle. Yes. Uh, okay. I. Uh... I had, uh, I believe it was Final Fantasy three, nice CIB mm-hmm. uh, copy of it, and I'm thinking, how can I, how can I represent this picture? How can I make this thing special? And uh, I was blank. I went, we went shopping for, we went to go buy dog food, and uh, it's, you know, it's a Petco, so we passed by the aquariums. Um. They, had, they had this giant castle. I mean, this castle, like it was for something like I think an eighty or hundred gallon fish tank. It was it was enormous. <laughs> so I saw that and didn't think nothing of it, and we left. And then when I got home, the light went on. It's a castle, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy. Damn! So you drove back to this place a few times. <laughs> I, I, I drove. I drove. I went back, and I come back home, and my wife is like, "What the hell is that?" And I'm like. It's a castle for the Final Fantasy picture, <laughs> and she's looking at me like I lost my, I, like I lost my goddamn yeah. mind. Yeah, and, too. yeah. I, I talked to the manager and I was like, "Listen, I gave him some bullshit story. I said, listen, I, I want to buy this for my cousin's fish tank. I'm not sure if it will fit. If it doesn't fit, can I return it?" So he's like, "Sure, as long as you have the receipt." And I, I just wanted this for the picture, <laughs> so I, I took my picture. And to be honest with you, I don't like the way the picture came out. <laughs> so there it is I, I i look at the picture and i'm like this i i still look at it and i'm like there's something missing and uh but you know i tried i tried. definitely tried you know yeah. so you you returned the castle the next day i returned the castle the next day i'm saying oh dude i'm sorry this didn't fit my cousin's fish tank he's like okay no problem that's so funny you know but uh, i i i have another picture that Gave me inspiration from that same, you know, from the pet place. I took a picture of SpongeBob, and I actually have an. I have a small aquarium, and I have the the pineapple. Mm-hmm. And I said, "All right, I'm going to submerge this game into the water with the fish swimming around it." And I wrapped it up in plastic really well, and the plastic didn't hold. Oh, and no. stupid me, I didn't take the disc out. Oh, so no. yeah, so it got ruined. But I mean, I I, I got the picture. I love the picture, and I li- actually like that one better than the castle. <laughs> and that uh, was a SpongeBob game, or what? That was uh, a battle for Bikini Bottom. Oh my god! And he ruined it. And I ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> great, great picture though. I'm staring at it right now. I, I love the picture. I just love the picture. Got to do it for the gram. Got to do it for the gram. You know. So. I mean, you're big on Instagram. Like, I love seeing everything that you post on it and stuff. And I know that you've grown your collection since you started on Instagram. Mm -hmm. How big is your collection now or how big has it grown since you've been on Instagram? Um, Last time I counted, uh, I mean, I 
I got I got I got stuff in the basement, but I mean it's it's getting to the point now where uh, I'm I'm thinking about because I have a two family home and mm-hmm. and my mother lives downstairs, so she's got stuff in the basement. But I'm I'm, I'm actually uh, that's one of the projects I, I I'm going to start very soon is uh, converting the basement to like a game room. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I talk to a lot of guys on Instagram, a lot of people on Instagram, and they're like, Lou, you know, why don't you just convert it to? And they show me pictures of their rooms and. And that's what I'm trying to do now. But uh, right now, it's, I mean, I, I don't collect a specific thing. I have I have pretty much games for every system. And my, my collection is so unorganized, but uh, I, have, I, have a, I have a lot of stuff. I've never counted it. Yeah. Never counted thousands. it. Thousands. Uh, I would say maybe in that realm, yeah. Yeah, a thousand. Uh-huh. I have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Bo knows he comes and sneaks in your house. <laughs> I, I see them photos. That was you, huh, Bo? That noise I heard yesterday? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sneaking around. Uh, uh, so what would your favorite piece in your collection be? It doesn't have to be the rarest or the most expensive. It could be a game or a system or a piece of memorabilia, whatever. But what's your favorite thing you have? My favorite thing that I have is probably uh, I have a super a Mario sixty four pinball machine, small pinball machine. Oh. And, Wait, uh, like the actual pinball machine? Like the, the tabletop one? It's a little tabletop, yeah. Yeah, I know and, what you're talking about. Yeah, I found that on uh, was it I, no? It was was it Macari? I think it was Macari. Um, and I met the guy and uh, and I got it from him and and I, I something about. I, I, I just something about it. It's 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 like one of my favorite. I just like like looking at it. It's very strange, but like I I have it up here. I don't put it in in storage downstairs, and I just love the way it looks. It just I guess it reminds me a lot of my youth. It's mm. super small. It's yeah. It's a, it's a little rinky dink. Uh, yeah. Mario 64 okay. pinball yeah. machine. And uh, I used to have when I was when I was coming up. Like, when I was small, uh, I used to love those little pinball machines. I guess it brings me back to my youth. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, uh, I like that. Yeah. Crash uh Crash Team Racing. It was cool. Oh, the 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 pinball machine? Yeah, the little tabletop pinball yeah. machine. Yeah, they made a bunch of those. Those things are those things are a hella fun, you know? Oh yeah. Love pinball. That was the only time I I, I usually don't do like, you know, Macari or uh, I I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but uh Nobody actually knows how to pronounce it, right? Yeah, I I, 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 I Macari. Uh, or for off, I, I don't do any of those things. But this was this one time I did it, and uh, it was you know it was a, it was a good experience. I I love that little pinball machine. How much did you buy it for? I think I bought it for it was like I think it was like fifty bucks or sixty bucks. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing a few on on Mercy for fifty. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's like I, you have all this other stuff, but it's like the simplest thing. It's like uh, yeah. the, the Last Crusade, the the chalice, you know, the of the carpenter. <laughs> I wouldn't you know? go that far. It reminds <laughs> it reminds me of those uh like a bigger version of like the bubble bath, like like uh toys that you would like push aside and like a little a little plastic piece goes up in the air in a bubble. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Like yeah. a little shower yeah. toy, like yep, a bathtub yep. toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sort of reminds me of that. But it's a pinball machine, just very short and small. It's it's funny is how we all everything goes back to like our, our you know, when we were young, you know. Yeah, it nostalgia. Back there. Yeah, nostalgia. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Cool. So what's uh your favorite game or genre of game? 
my favorite game is probably I love anything Zelda. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's um, your favorite Zelda? Oh, Ocarina. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love me some Ocarina. Um and uh I have um I've played that I don't know how many times. Um I have not finished Breath of the Wild. And every time I say that I want to cringe. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh I, I keep going back to it and going back to it and I just haven't invested the time. But uh yeah, I I love the first time I played Ocarina of Time, it was just like wow. And I still yeah. get that feeling from it, you know? Absolutely. It's a great game. It's a fantastic game. That's cool. I'd say that's a lot of people's favorite Zelda. It's such a nostalgic and nostalgic piece. I think that was that was the first time you saw um, Hyrule in 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 3D. Yeah, that was our. Oh, our absolutely! It was the fir- yeah. yeah, it was the first 3D Zelda game. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I I know that they they redid that with the um, with a new engine. Uh, I think it was a mod or something. And it came yeah. out, and and I heard that's fantastic. I like, I'm dying to try that, and that's that's something on the uh, PC on the, probably. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. on the backlog list that I just want to try. Yeah, didn't they do it in Unreal Engine or something? Yeah, I yes. think it was Unreal Engine two. They did it in. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, like they that. did that with Mario sixty four as well, which mm-hmm. looks great as well. And they should have done that for the Switch port for the thirty fifth anniversary. Honestly, weren't yeah. those, those those were such lazy ports? Oh my god! You know, it's Tell like, about it. why would you release that and not just go all the way? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, then, then <laughs> they can do they can do the lazy release for the thirty fifth, and then in a couple years they'll be like, it's the all new remastered version. It's the ultimate thirty fifth. Like, oh my god! And it'll sell like a hundred million copies anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah because it's in the well, that's, yeah, yeah, that's when I'll buy it though. And that actually looks how, better. That's how they got two games instead of one, and yes. that's how you succeed at being a business. Isn't that exactly. amazing? How how Nintendo just marches to the beat of their own drum. Mm-hmm. They just defy like everything that supposedly the big two, Microsoft and Sony, do. Nintendo, uh, I think that I think Microsoft and and, and Sony need to like follow Nintendo because they have such <laughs> loyal fans. It's because Mario is guiding them. It's like. <laughs> It's like Mario is the Mickey Mouse of video games, so which would mean that Nintendo is the Disney of video games, and you can do no wrong. And there's all the nostalgia around it. Now they have their own theme park, and you know that's how it's going. And 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 just to think, when when they released the what, the Wii U, people were like, "Oh, Nintendo's done." Yeah. And they came back in such a big fucking way. It's like, Nintendo, oh yeah. The Wii U days, like it was like you know the Reaper was near, you know, right? But yeah. uh, they just bounced right back, like like nothing ever happened. Yeah, it was the Wii U was the the weird middle child of Nintendo, and it was that dark time, the dark times. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's change gears from video games. What is your favorite beer or your favorite type of beer? My favorite beer is. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm a, I'm a Corona guy. Um, I've tried, you know, I've tried other beers. Uh, I, I'm not a big uh, IPA guy, but uh, Corona, I, I'm, I'm a simpleton, Kelly. You know, <laughs> Corona is my thing, and uh, I drink rum and coke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bacardi, it's got to be Bacardi. Dark, okay. dark, light, however you want to give it to me. Okay. Um, but rum and coke and uh, and Corona. 
Straight up simple. Old school. Yeah. I can get behind that. You know? So how's Instagram helped you in your collecting journey and hobby of gaming? I tell you, it's 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 such a good community. Um, it really is. It really is. I mean, uh, I remember when I first got on IG um, at work, one of my coworkers, they knew I'm into gaming. And they said, you know, there's on, on Instagram, there's a lot of people that are into gaming. And uh, one day I just downloaded the app and I put in video game. And the first person that... Uh, popped up was uh video game collecting queen hmm. and uh monica she was the first person that i uh started to follow and through monica like i, I started seeing other people in the community uh jack rabbit gamer tara she's great uh, retro connection uh oh your name is super nes guys og retro and mm-hmm. uh I'm like wow this 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 is awesome like we're all into the same shit you know it's like and then, uh, you know, I was, I was hesitant at first. Like I saw raffles and I said, oh, you know, this has got to be a scam. You, you're very skeptical. You know, you're like, oh, no, this, this is a scam, whatever. And the, I joined my first raffle was with, uh, I believe it was with Jackrabbit Gamer. I won something from her. I won a, uh, an NES system. And I'm like, wow, this, this is awesome, you know. And I went on a little tear from there and won a few raffles and uh, started to know people. and. Uh, I have, you know, made some friends through it and uh it's it's just a great community. You know, we've done we've done charity raffles. I mean, OG Retro and Retro Gaming Zone like a year ago we raised uh we raised 15k. 15k. Yeah, from for breast yeah. cancer. We Yeah, I threw some in on that. Yeah, we jumped on that. Um right now we're currently we're doing 25 days of Christmas uh raffles and and it's all going to charity. It's hosted by Final Boss Games. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a it's a great platform, you know. It's it's uh, I, I I feel that it's a close knit community. Um, during this pandemic too, I mean, you you couldn't do anything, so like I jumped on it even more, and uh, I made a lot of you know cool friends through it, and I met a few people, and uh, it's just it's really awesome. It's 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 that that second family, you know. It's and I I've I've said this on my post before, but uh, it's so true, you know. Like the song says, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Mm-hmm. and absolutely uh, yeah you you log on and you start talking to people and you jump into you know chats and uh it's just really it, it's amazing how this hobby can bring so many people together or, or any hobby for that matter but uh it's a great community i think this is the best hobby to be about though honestly that i'm I, aware of I, I, <laughs> I, I i'm agreeing with you we're, we're a little biased but i, I i'm yeah, agreeing I, with you, you know? absolutely yeah you know? that's funny like that when we talk about the people i don't think we've ever talked about like when we first got on instagram and like what that impact was the first person i remember following when i started looking at the retro gaming stuff was jbam yeah that was the person i first started following and then from there it was just like finding all of these other wonderful people that i'm now so lucky that i can call you know i would say oh my friend you know like I've literally never met you before in my life, but I'd say, oh yeah, my friend, like, you know, in casual conversation, but in reality, this person probably lives like 3000 miles away and I never have met them in my life, but we've talked about so much stuff and you've been through, in some cases, years, you've followed each other, you've been there, you've seen ups and downs and like, 
it's not just video games, you know, you're making personal connections out there. It's really, I mean, people are always like, ah, communities and whatever. I think there's a really great amount of people out there and, you know, no amount of dumb shit can spoil that for me. What's amazing is like, you know, I find myself, you know, like like, like Christmas is coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, I go Christmas shopping for some people here on, on the gram. You know, nice. and, and send them gifts, and yeah. and it's it's like you said, it's community, and you know, it might sound corny, but it's you know, you're 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 being introduced to people that are possibly like all around the world. I mean, I, I talk yeah. to some people that are mm-hmm. from Russia, yeah. on the gram, and and it's 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 just amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah, our logo, our precisely logo, is was made by our buddy Adela from Hungary. Okay, and, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's amazing, dude. That I've sent packages to. He sent me packages back. Like, just amazing, dude. That doesn't care about anything besides making other people happy. And just recently, uh, a friend on Instagram, a mutual friend of Adela's and mine, uh, just a hipster girl. She's uh like a goth girl that does all these Instagram pics with like these beautiful uh nintendo games and stuff mm-hmm. she was talking about conquer 64 and like all these like movies that are sort of intertwined with conquers mm-hmm. and i was like you you missed uh clockwork orange she's like oh well i've never seen that movie and i'm like well i have a copy of it do you want it and <laughs> she's like absolutely i would love it here's my address you know uh-huh. like i asked for her address not like here's my address course i want it um i asked for it and she's from brazil i think okay <laughs> and i'm like and i'm like god damn it like i did not expect this shipping what yeah so it's like 15 bucks for a, a two dollar dvd and i'm like uh i'm like send me uh the pics of all the other games that you have for like gamecube wii u and wii and i'll i'll fill up you know a pound's worth that will be 15 dollars shipping you know, and uh, just send it your way for Christmas. That's you know? awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just want to help people too, you know, and it doesn't really matter where you live, but at the same time, it's like, just let me know if you you live in Brazil before I, <laughs> <laughs> before I ask you where you live. <laughs> yeah, really, you know? Right? <laughs> it was so funny that, so for Thanksgiving, I remember I was like in the morning, I was just like relaxing. I was on my phone. I get a notification and I, on Instagram and I was like, what's going on here? And it was so funny. Uh, my friend Dane, Dane of your existence, had made mm-hmm. a like six slide picture of a bunch of people from Instagram photoshopped onto like Thanksgiving dinner tables. Okay. Yeah, I, and I had made it onto one of the slides and I just was like, it just like made my, it was so stupid. Like it's the stupidest it's so thing. Nice. And it, pro- it probably took him like, you know, five minutes to make all these. Yeah. And it was like, but it made my whole day. I was like, that's so funny. Like it's so kind. And like all the people on there were just super cool people. And it was just like, I'm touched to think that somebody who I've never met would think of me on Thanksgiving and put my face on a stock photo <laughs> of a Thanksgiving dinner table. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Isn't that, isn't that great? I mean, you can't beat that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the best. I, I there's so many amazing people on here. I love it. I'm so thankful for it. 
a great platform. Oh, is it my turn to talk now? I think now? so. Yeah. I think it is. We went on a tangent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to drink some more beer. Um, so Raffle King, how many raffles do you think you have won at this point? That's funny is that uh I hated I mean I, I I've I've relaxed with raffles because I mean not for nothing, it can get expensive. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it can get very expensive. There was a time where I was probably in like I don't know, twenty five, thirty raffles a week. Oh my god. Yeah, and uh I mean I was winning stuff, but you know, I was also losing stuff. Yeah, yeah, mo- I was also losing money, you know, but uh um I I was on a little tear for a little while and uh it's funny. I have a little story about that and I remember one time I was in a, a raffle by uh by OG Retro and uh I had one and he kept saying uh there's another raffle king who I think is truly the raffle king. His name is Cody, Cody T. Oh yeah. And, and uh me and Cody, you know, uh, it, it, during that time, a lot of people were like, you know, comparing me to Cody T. And I'm like, you know, who is this guy, Cody T? And we finally, you know, spoke. And if there is a raffle king out there, it's this man right there. I mean, <laughs> Cody wins everything. Like, and he's still he's still doing it. I give him all the props in the world. Um, I had a nice run. And after a while, I didn't want to be known for that. That's why. That's I think that's mm-hmm. when uh, I started trying to take better pictures and stuff like that. I wanted to be. I wanted to be known for iHogNut, not not Raffle King. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I think that's that worked. Um, you know, but it was it was a nice little run, and I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've mean I I've made a list of the stuff that I've won, and I haven't updated it in a while, but. I mean, I've won systems. I've won. I mean, you name it. I, I, I've, I've won maybe a closet, a closet full of stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. It was great. And uh, but uh, you know, I just want to be. I want to be a little bit more. I want to have a little more substance. Yeah, I can see that. I, you know? Raffles are. They can add up after a while. <laughs> uh, they can add up tremendously after a while. You know. Yeah, but you are. Uh, you definitely have a lot of luck. For sure, there. If you were winning so many, that's nothing to stick your nose about. It's it's uh, people people have they 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 message me and say, "What do you do?" And I said, uh, "This is what I do. My favorite numbers." And and people know this: uh, mm-hmm. six, twelve, and twenty-one. And for a while, like I got so many, like every time I joined a raffle, those numbers were taken. I was like, "Shit, I shouldn't have said nothing." Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that was six, twelve, and twenty-one. Those were my favorite numbers, and. They 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 were good for a while, you know. That's stupid luck. So, does your raffle luckiness transfer over to lottery luckiness? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I wish, I wish. Uh, if it did, there's a lot of people I share it with because I've had I actually people message me saying Lou, and and we've done this. Me and a few people from from IG, we went in and we played three dollars each on like a mega millions, yeah. you know, and uh, it's it's hysterical, but uh. I wish, I wish. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry for the long pause. You're making Sam do so much work. Uh oh. Sam, take this out. Sam, Sam, Sam. Yeah, because you covered a bunch of that, Kelly. All right. So since you were a, a day one adopter of the PS five and Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. you're liking both of them, but in your opinion, which one is better? Like which one would you have bought if only buy one right now i probably would have bought the ps5 because uh i mean everybody knows the ps5 
PlayStation has been about exclusives, and I am a huge God of War fan. And uh, they gave that little teaser, God of War Ragnarok, that uh, is coming to PS5. I mean, just for God of War alone, I have to have a, a Sony system. I just love God of War. But uh, I love feel, yeah, God of War, I mean, it's just stupendous. The series, the Kratos is like larger than life, you know? Um, such a great character. Um, one of these days I have to, and I, I've actually spoken to a few people on Instagram about it. I have, I have a kratos collection that spans i think it's four crates i actually mm. have the blades of chaos made by united cutlery the steel blades of chaos. i have everything i have um, everything what yep and they're they're life-size with the chains I, I, uh, uh, kratos could do no wrong can but, you do uh, a video of, of using those uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can actually like chop like 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 trees and wood with it. It's that they're steel. Can you please do that. Yeah. I want to see a video of him like chopping up a carrot for dinner with, well, like, with a blade of chaos. <laughs> yeah, or just some shrubbery. Everybody just stand outside. back. Stand back. I'm I'm dangerous. Yeah. But uh, I have uh, yeah, I have uh, everything Kratos, um, God of War. But uh, right now, I think that Sony with their exclusives are, are going to kill it. But Microsoft, the game changer, I mean, Bethesda, mm-hmm. I mean, Microsoft owns the rights to the Elder Scrolls. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if, if Microsoft has hinted that they're not going to make that an Xbox exclusive, but I, that's got to be bullshit. You're going to spend, I think they spend, was it $2 billion with a B on, on yeah. purchasing Bethesda? And, and you're not going to make the Elder Scrolls an exclusive? That's, you know, I find that hard to believe. But, uh. When the next Elder Scrolls drops, and that's a Microsoft exclusive, and and not to mention Microsoft has bought, I think, fourteen develop development houses. Mm-hmm. So I think give Microsoft another year because they've been they they've been in the uh, in the factory, you know, making these games. Give them another year, year and a half. When the, when those exclusives drop, I think Sony might have something to worry about. Yeah, I would agree. That's that's a big that's a big thing to have. On, under your arm like yeah. i i know a lot of people yeah like the elder scroll stuff that's huge i'm a big fallout fan so yeah they have that me, yeah. that's that's huge a lot of people doom um what Wolf, else wolfenstein Wolfenstein. yep yeah um, there's a lot of stuff that they have now yeah they, they 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 own and there's rumors i don't know i don't know if they're still going on but there's a lot of rumors that they were interested in buying sega yeah i did see a lot of that and uh, a lot of people thought that it was because they were releasing that blue controller for the xbox that was literally the same color as sonic yeah i i, I, I saw that and i'm like oh my god sonic we're, we're gonna they're gonna own sega i thought the same thing yeah it's still a conspiracy theory kind of thing like yeah. a stretch it felt like but it, i mean it could happen um you know i i wouldn't put it past them to see something like you know how they did the rare replay for the xbox mm-hmm couple years ago i wouldn't you know i wouldn't be shocked to see something like that show up if they do own if they end up owning sega you know if they do something like that like a you know sonic's greatest hits or you know whatever sega pack of some sort you know some of their big titles just redone and put on the xbox for fun a lot of people seem to also forget that i mean sony sony is killing it with their playstation but that's like the majority of their income Yeah. Uh, Microsoft, Microsoft has money. Microsoft, I, I mean, I so I much think, money. 
Yeah, Microsoft. I mean, right now, I mean, the the Game Pass is also killing it. I'm I'm a physical person, but somebody gave me uh, three months of the Game Pass on, uh, you know, the code. So Mm -hmm. I said, I said, let me try this. You know, I I buy physical. I never download stuff, and and it was given to me. I tried it. I'm like, holy shit! Like for for you get a hundred games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a game changer. I think PlayStation is going to make something like that of their own within the next year because Game Pass is doing so well and continues to do so well. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it is a game changer. Like there was, it's kind of like it's the ability to have like a Netflix of video games, and that's super easy for you know somebody who's getting bored or somebody who like somebody who's a streamer. That would be super good to have like you have a ton of games right at your disposal kind of thing like whenever you want you don't have to go out and buy the game you know and bring it home and and do it that way you have all these games right at your fingertips so that's huge too what what i find is that uh like i i was gifted the game pass and you know how you collect physical you you try to keep it pristine i'm like you know i can keep my physical on the shelf and they're right here Oh, yeah. So you're getting like I, I won't. I don't think I would pay for Game Pass because I, you know, I like to buy the physical, and paying for both is just too expensive. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's it's a nice option. Um, you know, it doesn't beat physical, but I mean, a lot of people seem to dig that that Game Pass. And with time, I think Microsoft, I think they learned from the initial uh, mistake for the Xbox One that they wanted to kill this and kill that. We're gonna go all digital. We're not gonna give you physical. You know, you know what happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they're, you know, they're going to write in the ship. Yeah, sounds like it. You know? So um, are there any upcoming titles that you're particularly excited about? God of War. <laughs> God of oh War. Oh my God, yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. I mean, if, if they, it, the last God of War was just freaking amazing. Uh, the if, best game ever. Wasn't it? It was so good. I mean, they just did everything about that game was right. Um, Absolutely. My, my my faves of the current gen is God of War, and and I I'm a huge Last of Us fan. Last mm-hmm. of Us one and two. I don't know if you guys play Last of Us two. We never Did played the first it. one. Yeah, oh. it's on my it's on my backlog, but yeah. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it, I think you just can't do better. Those those two series, you just can't do better. Um, I know that uh, there was a little bit of controversy about the second Last of Us, but. It was such a fantastic game. I mean, that's my pick for game of the year and, and God of War. Like when Ragnarok comes out, I'm just going to, you know, bolt the door down, take the, the phone off the hook and uh, I'm not leaving. <laughs> so all in, get the adult diapers. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> stack them up. Let's go. You know? Oh my God. <laughs> that's funny. So is there anything that you're hoping Santa brings to you on Christmas Day? You know, it's funny is that... uh. My wife years ago gave up buying me the stuff that I wanted because <laughs> I could never wait. You know, mm-hmm. like like uh like like let's say a system. If she wanted to get me like the PlayStation Five for Christmas, she knows I'm pre-ordering and I'm getting a day of release. Like right. I I can't wait till Christmas or my head will just blow off. Um, but uh <laughs> yeah, I mean she what she usually does is give me gift cards and stuff and says, Lou, I know what you you know what you like, you buy it. But uh for Christmas I. I think I, I mean, I have everything. I, I wanted the systems. I got it and just kill off some of my backlog. <laughs> that, that, that'll make me that's happy. That's what you're hoping for. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm hoping All right. for, man. Santa's going to come in and play the games for you. There we go. Let's go, Santa. Let's so, go. 
So what games are on your backlog right now? Like, what are the, the top five games that you want to beat right now? Um, I got so many. Oh, my God. Um, what are prob- the, the five, though, that you want to beat right now? Uh, Demon Souls, PS5. Um, we can crash less and play more. That'd be awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know? Hopefully an update comes through. Seriously. Sony, please listen to this podcast. Um, they do. They do. Don't worry about <laughs> it. To this podcast i have a lot of other things i'd like to say <laughs> this is their number one podcast actually that sony listens to and mm-hmm. nintendo listens to it too let's make it happen let's make it happen uh spider-man miles morales mm-hmm. um, and i heard that's a short game i heard that is a game yeah. that actually like cares about your time like it's i i don't know it might be like an eight or ten hour game mm-hmm. but like you feel like you got your money's worth out of it. you know something i'm, I'm 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 fine with that. Like I some, love that. Yeah, some honestly. games like yeah. you need to invest like half a year into. Like yeah. you know, yeah. we don't have time like that. We we got to work. You know, it was that was usually awesome. we don't. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome when we were younger. But now, like, I, I don't have like three thousand hours to invest in a game. <laughs> That's true. But uh, I don't play RPGs that much. <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I love a good RPG, but like when you when you have something that you know, like seven months, and you have you've reached maybe half of it. Like that's just a little too much for me nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, yeah, Spider-Man, Demon Souls, um, uh, Assassin's Creed, I guess the new stuff that I'm playing, um, retro stuff, this, this, this things that, uh, I, I've never played, uh, I started playing it. The, uh, the Donkey Kong country series, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. I've never played one, two and three. I started playing one mm-hmm. and, uh, trying to, you know, want to bang out those three. How far did you get in one? Um, the minecart. <laughs> oh my god, the minecart! Minecart is Jesus. the worst. Yeah, that. Don't get me started on the minecart. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the that's, the that's where most people quit. Oh Jesus! Uh, but it, don't it, quit on the carts. It, don't pass them. It's, it's, isn't it that old school hard fun stuff though? It's uh, you know that Nintendo feel. Um, I think I got. I, I think I'm on the the Egyptian pyramids. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 I think I, I just saw where that. you have to like turn the lights on and off. Switches. No. Okay. No. No. It's where it's got like the spinning wheels coming at you. Is that the one you're at? Yes. Yes. The spinning mm-hmm. wheels. That's like the end of uh, like this, I guess the second world technically. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't started. I just started it recently. But uh, I'm like, you know, I, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I haven't played Donkey Kong Country. Like, what the hell's wrong with me? You know? Yeah. So, trying to do that. I love them. I was I was playing uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 last week. Oh, yeah. Just like shits and giggles. And I was like, this is the first time I played this. But like, I, I bought Big Lot and I got two and three for the first time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, start, yeah. I started playing two, you know, two weeks ago and absolutely loving it and got pretty far in it. It's a lot better than one. Honestly, I feel like one's a little tough. Yeah, two two is is pretty great. Um, it's it's hard for me to pick between one and two, but two you get Dixie, and she's mm-hmm. just a real game changer. Like like she's just like the ability to be able to hover a little bit is yeah huge in getting a lot of the uh, stuff that you need. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely wanna. It's funny how you 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 look at your retro stuff and. Like that's such a you know you, you look at stuff you're like wow I never I never played this like oh yeah. absolutely yeah or I've never beat it you know oh I've never beat I, it yeah yeah 
honestly, I think Ocarina of Time is a game I've never beat. Pretty positive, oh, I've never beat it. Yeah, that was. Uh, I used to have this little notebook, and uh, I forgot. I don't know what the hell I did with it over the years, but I'd give uh, endings like you know one to five stars, and mm-hmm. uh, that notebook. I mean, it was. I had stuff written on the side, on the back, wherever I could, you know, write stuff. And I, I wish I could. I know where that notebook is. I think I lost it, but uh, had so many games in there that me and my friends have beaten and, and gave you know ratings. That's to. That's really cool. Yeah, I hope yeah. you find it. I just, uh, I just remembered the level you were talking about from Donkey Kong with the with the circles coming at you. Uh huh. Mill, Millstone Mayhem is that the one that you're playing? Because there's like two, and and that would be the one that. I think it might be with the, the, the snakes like are underneath the spinning wheels. Yeah, the yeah. little red. Yep. Yeah. But it's funny. I'm having a conversation with somebody on IG, and they were talking about Donkey Kong, and that's where I was like, "Wait a minute! I, you know, I've never played this shit. Let me, let me let me get on it." You know, and that's where I started playing it. But uh, there's a few retro games that I, I have to jump on. But if we only had the time that we had when uh, we were younger, cool. right? Yep, for sure. Well. Speaking of retro video games, the final question. Yes, ma'am. If you could make remake a retro video game, which one would it be? And what would the remake look like with updated graphics? Okay. There's two games that I would love to see redone. The first one being, and this is, I think, a treasure that Capcom forgot about, Ghost and Goblins. Okay. I would right. love to see Ghost and Goblins with the, what is it, the Streets of Rage? The new one is Streets of Rage 4 or 5? I'm not sure. I think it's 4. 4, I think you're right. With that engine, that graphical style. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, there's three games. Ghost and Goblins with that engine or Contra, the Alien Wars with that mm-hmm. engine. With that, with that cartoony style. Somehow bring back those Mode 7 graphics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love to see those two games made um remade because they're treasures i think they're i know there have been other contra games but the alien wars i think was my, the best contra and okay. uh i i just the alien wars were just balls out like let's fight you know it, it was awesome the alien wars is still awesome and uh castlevania i would love to see castlevania be redone which and, one uh the first one mm-hmm. uh not Nintendo. Not, yeah, not a new one. Just Castlevania redone with the God of War engine. Now think about this. Whoa. Oh my God, think, Jesus! Think about <laughs> just think about Castlevania with the God of War engine. Those wow. cinematic oh set pieces with with the mummy. With mm-hmm. my with, brain just exploded. I, I mean, I think about this and like God make it happen. You know, um, cinematic. That'd be insane. Wouldn't it be uh, upgraded whips, like the way Kratos upgraded his axe, upgraded whips, cinematic set pieces with the mummy, with the reaper? Uh, I think that would just be mind-blowing. Yes, it would be. Uh, It was so mind-blowing that whatever was on my mind on the game that I did not write down, I fucking forgot. (laughs) So damn. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's let's get Castlevania back and let's let's put that on the grand scale, you know? Yeah, but the, oh, uh, shit. yeah, I don't know what 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 that'd what be doing. awesome though. Yeah, like oh. to see to see uh, what's the main character of Castlevania? Simon. Yeah, Simon to see Delmont. like Simon like Simon fucking, Delmont. Whip, yeah, whip that shit, fucking 
Oh my God! Everything. Picture those 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 God of War cinema cinematics in, in the Castlevania world. Yeah, he'd whip that shit, and you'd feel that whip come in and out. Oh, awesome, awesome stuff, man. Yeah, you know. But uh, those three: the uh, Castlevania, Ghost and Goblins, kind of trailing was a uh, coincidence, huh? They're all uh, Super Nintendo. That's pretty good. I, I like. I think. How those... about you, Kelly? Yeah. How about you? Uh so when I saw this question, I immediately went over to my shelf and I started looking and my eyes also gravitated towards Super Nintendo. I feel like you could take almost any of the Super Nintendo era games and remake them. And I think it would be fantastic, um, which made it difficult for me to try to pick. But I thought about my initial thought was Turtles in Time, nice. but nice. make it look like River City Girls. Okay. That- came out so it's like super bright and and kind of fun and still there's like a little bit of animation to it but like you know it's it's still a good game um so that's kind of what i thought of first and then i was thinking about um then i was thinking about dynamite cop and how that absolutely needs the best game ever (laughs) absolutely so i mean just I mean, just kind of tweak the graphics a little bit, just make it look presentable and just straight up bring the same thing out. Um, but then I really thought about it and I was like, zombies ate my neighbors. Oh, oh you, took nice. one of, you took one of mine. Really? Oh, yeah, sorry. absolutely. Oh, yeah. straight, she, straight she, looked, she looked at your notes, Bo. No, no. <laughs> she did not write any of this down. Yeah, he didn't write any of this down. No, I was thinking about it because I thought like, what a fun game. Uh, like for the Super Nintendo. Now imagine if you had that now as a child. Like yeah. imagine if a eight year old kid was playing that now and they could hop online and play with their friends and it was like almost kind of like a first person shooter kind yeah. of. Oh, like that, a, sort, that would be awesome. I mean, it's sort of like Fortnite. Like you can make right. it so big. I was going like to say Fortnite. almost like Fortnite or like a Minecraft kind of feel yeah. where you're like walking around and exploring is open space. Four wow. to 24 players. Right. And there's so many neighbors that you have to find. There's so mm-hmm. many zombies that you have to kill. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's awesome. Gets, that's awesome. Yeah, right? Like, I'm all I'm all about the Zombies Ate My Neighbors type of remake. They, yeah. need to, they need to bring it back. I think so. I think it would be the perfect game to bring in. I think that you could do a ton to change it, but also keep it the same like you know like it would be very similar feeling but with like a whole new spin on it that would make it like make kids want to play it and make that next generation want it that's a great that's a great pick yeah that's mine yeah i would have chosen that or uh obviously my favorite game that i haven't talked about in a long time is earthbound and i would love to see a remake of earthbound literally the same game but like they did on Link's Awakening for the mm-hmm. Switch. Okay. 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 Where it's those 3D, like not sprites, but like 3D, nice little car- caricatures, um, just like little animated characters, you know, but Earthbound, just exactly how Earthbound story was. And then the battle scenes are like a trippy 3D graphics version of that. If you've ever played Earthbound, you know that the background's always like this crazy, like trippy thing. That trippy weird noises. Yeah, weird weird sounds going on. But all that but three D, you know. Mm. 
don't isn't know. isn't it amazing how many franchises just kind of went the way of the dodo? Like they just kind of forgot about. Yeah. Well, so it's- with with the mother series, like it has a long standing behind it where especially with mother three there's a lot of like weird things that they didn't feel like they could port over to the west where like the fairy mothers or whatever were uh transsexuals or not necessarily they were like a man girl Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they they didn't want to bring that over to the west back in 2008 when this game was first came out now it probably would be more appropriate um, I would think, but but they didn't want to bring that here and have these guys that acted like females that were males and females that kissed you also to like give you HP. Like they they just didn't want to cross those boundaries because the east to the west is very different. Mm-hmm. And so, controversy. I mean, they, didn't, they don't want controversy. So I understand it, and also like the maker of Earthbound. Uh, wasn't like high up like Miyamoto was, you know, with Mario. Like mm-hmm. he was more uh, just sort of like an outcast of a person when it came to Nintendo. Even though he made an amazing game, but I he was he, he, also, he was their Suda. Yeah, he also lost a lot of money, you know, yeah. for Nintendo in the beginning. But you know, people love him, and people love Earthbound. Yeah, good choices. Yeah, all around. Well, shall we wrap it up? I'm down to wrap it up. <laughs> Guys, this, this has been a tremendous pleasure. Thank you. Fun. I appreciate you, Lou. I, I appreciate I, you coming on. I appreciate you guys. And uh, like I told Bo yesterday, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I'm the guy that two or three years ago was what t- telling my son, what the hell is a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, and here I am with you guys. It's 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 my pleasure. My pleasure. You've I been awesome, man. That. I truly mean that. Thank you. And I told yeah. you, you guys got me. I'm a listener. I'm a regular. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Well, um, as always, uh, make sure that you check us out on um, our website, precisely.live. You can listen to our episodes there. You can check out our merch. Uh, we got hoodies and T-shirts for all the Christmas shopping that you may want to do. Uh, you can check us out on our socials. Uh, we're at Precisely Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And then you can also check us out on our personal social pages. Um, I'm Highway to Kel. Bo, you are? Bo's underscore game room. And Lou, you are at iHogNut. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, make sure if you have not yet to... Uh, rate and review and subscribe on any podcast channel that you are listening to this on helps us out helps us get to other listeners share us around yeah share us around you know that can be your gift to somebody for christmas just be like i have this podcast that you might like (laughs) definitely and then and then give them our name and that's just and walk away it's very cheap just walk away (laughs) come on people get with it come on yeah but uh i think that's all for the uh formalities at the end yes so thank you lou again we we really appreciate you being on and uh yeah thank you guys thank you guys for having me it was like i said awesome awesome pleasure to be here yeah it's fun well have a good night all and uh enjoy your holidays 